Welcome to the ECG podcast for the week of June 21st. I'm Chris Waterman, one of your hosts, coming from Jacksonville, Florida this evening. I am joined by George Arevalo from Miami. What's going on? Zach Cassell from Boston. What's going on? And of course, we got Robbie Bobby Miller from Baltimore. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Everything is uh, settled down on your end, man. I yes, know we had a I, little... could, I could finally park in my garage. Yes. Yes. Yeah, a bit of a plumbing emergency in the middle of an episode. Uh, we were, yes. <laughs> it felt very bad for you, especially when the photos yeah, started coming in. We had in, to have so. hoses uh, coming from our neighbor's house just to use water. It's been, it's been rough. Oh, man. Well, but now glad, we're back to normal. Glad to hear that. Yeah, at least you got mm-hmm. over that hump, man. Sorry Always. to hear that. Thank you. Excellent. So uh, we'll go ahead and hop right into the topic of the show. Um, I got kind of thinking earlier in the week uh, as more information dropped about the Final Fantasy VII remake and just how impressed everyone's been with it. And of course, uh, as we've discussed, I really love the Resident Evil 2 remake that Capcom put out earlier in the year. Uh, that early era of 3D games is is really ripe for remakes because the uh, limitations of the technology, uh, the you know, graphics, um, probably those games have aged, I think, the poorest out of all the areas of gaming um, just because of the limitations of the technology. So I thought it would be cool to sit down and, uh, you know, one by one, pick a, a dream project that could you know get that same treatment, modernizing the game while keeping the spirit of it. And uh, that'd be cool to see what we can uh, can come up with. So um anybody want to uh to go first anybody itching to talk about their game yeah i mean i'll go first just because mine's not really um like a huge story game or or anything like that um but there was a a fighting game um that debuted in the in the 90s bloody roar and uh i absolutely loved those fighting games what and what would like set them apart was did anybody ever play them no, okay. so kind of okay. uh, describe it, explain, uh, you know, for the uninitiated like myself, uh, what I mean, it's a fighting game, but kind of give us some context. Yeah, so it's like, you know, in, in 3D fighting, uh, it, it, right here, it says in like, in this, you know, same vein as like Tekken and, you know, Soul Calibur, all that. And uh, but what sets it apart is like you, I think once you build up that a certain amount of meter or something, you get to, I forget what they call it. Um but you get to like uh, rage out into an animal and um, each character is a different animal. So like when they turn into the, their animal counterpart, they have different moves. They can like their special move now because they're in their animal form. And uh, I just thought it was, you know, super cool. It was different. You know, me and uh, my cousins, we used to, you know, play all the time. And uh, I don't know, like I said, I wasn't huge and I'm still not huge in the fighting games, but I just remember that being one that I, put a lot of time into and i played a lot of and i feel like if they were to remake that and bring it back uh you know it'd be a, a breath of fresh air in, in in the fighting game scene because it's it's been like the same games for the past like 10 years with you know few few new ones in here and there but you know um i'm, I'm assuming it died the the last one came out in 2003 bloody roar 4 so i'm assuming it, it died for a reason maybe it wasn't that popular or whatever mm-hmm. but i really loved it i enjoyed it um i thought it was you know super cool like i said different and uh, yeah, I just thought it was, uh, you know, it, it, if it got, you know, rebooted and, you know, what they could do today, the graphics, man, like they can make all those different animals and stuff look so cool. And and uh, it would just be, you know, really cool to see. How would you like, you know, unlimited budget, right? Like uh, how, how would you personally 
modernize that? What do you think would be some cool mechanics? Is it just a graphical overhaul or would you do something crazier? Um, I would I would love to see like a fighting game in the vein of how like uh, Injustice and Mortal Kombat is like they they um, you know, they have a really solid story that forces you to play as all the different characters while you're going through and everything. And, you know, it'd be cool to, you know, get some backstory on why these people are morphing into these animals. And, and uh, you know, I would like to see, um, you know, just. I think uh, Mortal Kombat and Injustice is probably the closest, I'd say, just because uh, they're both, you know, so well done. And the stories for, you know, fighting games is actually, like, really good. And uh, that's, you know, I feel like that's not the norm. So I feel like if, if you know, if they were to kind of copy that mold and, you know, put maybe put their own little spin on it, like I said, because of, you know, the fact they turn into animals and everything. And, you know, each person has their own special move. So, like, you know, maybe you could tie that into you know something uh, in, in the story, like they in order to use their special or something. Like I don't know, some something like that. But I don't know, man. It's just give me give me a bloody roar game in the vein of Mortal Kombat 11, and I'm a happy guy. So it seems like a lot of the fighting games have kind of got moved away from that like 3D uh, space kind of like it, Mortal Kombat. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I haven't played that or Injustice, but those are both kind of side views like the old school arcade fighting games right like Correct. obviously great graphics and all that but um whereas like virtual fighter and tekken was like kind of the more 3d is was bloody roar like, like in an that, arena yeah uh, exactly. bloody roar was in uh, i believe bloody roar was in an arena too i i okay. don't remember 100 percent to tell you the truth um but i'm pretty sure it was an arena style game yeah, I have to look this up. It sounds kind of cool. Like, uh, I, I have a lot of nostalgia for a game that I've come to recognize probably wasn't that great back in the day, but I just loved everything about it um, as a fighting game. But uh, Primal Rage, if you guys remember that, with the, yeah, yeah, that game was just I love that one too. Not the best, not the best, like you know, com- combo systems or anything else. But it was just kind of cool to be a big giant like dinosaur and fight other dinosaurs and eat people. Oh occasionally. my god, there's an N60. I gotta see. All right, I don't know. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but there was a character, and it was on N64. There was a character in the game called Zipperhead. Okay. Does anybody know the game? Mm, nope. But I can I can look it up really quickly while we're. Uh... We're reminiscing about uh, Bloody Roar and other fighting games. Zipperhead, huh? Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of Biofreaks. Those... Biofreaks. Yeah, that's got to be that. Yes, that's it. Wow. Okay. Interesting. So, uh, is that that was another fighting game or just? Uh, like, yeah, another 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 fighting game. Um, you know, kind of kind of like obviously really weird. It had weird characters and everything. Um, yeah, it looks like Minecraft characters. It, it was. <laughs> And it, it, it was cool. I don't. I don't know why I had this game. I don't remember where I got this game. I just remember having it, and I remember playing a lot of it. So I just it just it shit, jumped Zach. into my head. What happened? I'm sorry. Did you say something, Jordan? Yeah, he, Zach's played some weird shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of stuff I love, man. Like I'm glad. Like I was kind of my my one concern going into this topic was like uh, you know that we all would pick like the same like one or two games. So I think this is a cool way to to kick it off because I think you know everyone's got that nostalgia for that weird ass game that you rented back in the day that you feel like had potential, but you know, with, with modern sensibilities might really, you know, be Bubs. something special and, and be, you know, kind of cool to, to, to reboot. Um, yeah. Cause like, of course there's like, you know, Majora's mask and like stuff like that and all that, like, course, that. Yeah. but like, I wanted to try and like you said, find something that, you know, maybe, was uh, a little little more into the radar yeah so uh when you in this game became an animal 
was it like an insta kill like fatality kind of thing or you just did a lot no. of damage it was like a yeah. kind of a special move where you, you know. yeah because like it's <laughs> if i think you i'm pretty sure you did more damage and everything so when you turned in your and and that gave you i believe access to um your special move you had to be your animal i believe in order to do your special move gotcha what kind yeah. of animals could you be like if you, if you don't mind like um kinda... yeah no i actually just had that up let me go back to it um let's see there's a, a rabbit, mole, chameleon, lion, wolf, elephant, gorilla, um, boar, crow, dragon, leopard, chimera, wolf, uh, another wolf. Um, these This is throughout all the different games. Something um, tells me the rabbit probably got its ass kicked all the time. It's like... Mm, at, she was rat. actually pretty good. No shit? Huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I like... There's a guy. His name was... Uh, he was a mole. And he was probably one of my favorite dudes. He was awesome. And then uh, there was another, the the Lion God. Oh, the Lion was awesome. Very cool. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to look up some uh, some gameplay from from that game. It, it sounds uh, buck wild. Like, yeah, like I said, definitely the kind of weird shit that I would have rented from uh, from Blockbuster and like fucked around with and probably had fun um, just trying to I don't know like goof off with friends and, and break the game and and you know probably just figure it out a lot of times. Those games didn't come with manuals from Blockbuster, or if they did, they were like shitty Xerox copies. And uh, so, like trying to figure out the move sets and stuff for those weird fighting games was always a bit of a challenge, but fun. Cool, man. Well, uh, any anything else you want to add, uh, Zach, before we move on to the next uh, next game? Um, no, nah, man, that was it. I I, I hope I hope we see it. I I very very highly doubt we will, but you know, maybe even it'd be cool even if it came back and like as like just like you know like an Xbox arcade style game. Like not like a full release or anything like twenty dollar whatever downloadable game. Like I'll take that too. Never say never. I mean, you know, Killer Instinct got resurrected. I never thought we would have seen that. That you know, That's game come true. back. So yeah, never say never, man. Sometimes it just takes the right person <clears throat> at the right time to to push something like that and and try it out. Awesome. Um, Bobby or uh, George, one of you guys want to go next? Yeah, I I got a. I was between a couple. I, I got like probably my under one of my most underrated games that i personally would love to see it come back equal or a remake is uh i don't know if you guys ever played siphon filter or siphon hell filter. yeah that was gonna be one of my picks yeah so i mean i know that the game had uh, quite a few ps2 but uh, i don't think any of them quite matched the success or, or you know you know how good the the original was that game i i really really enjoyed it, you know i felt like it built off of you know, the metal gear type incorporating a little bit more of the the shooter aspect I, I love third person shooter games like this the stealth based tactics i just think it's one of those games i was really ahead of its time um i would have liked to i would love to see something like that even if it if it got like the resident even where it's the same game just completely you know redesigned and remade to today's um graphics and that was sony bend right days gone that was them didn't they um, make siphon filter no they, it was uh, it was 989 uh, the, oh, wow. the developers were were I, it was published by 989 um not 100% sure who developed oh, it was yeah sony ben uh sce ben so i'm guessing that's like sony something entertainment like yeah. before it became inter- before it was sie sony um, computer entertainment yeah there yeah there you go yep it might have been in um damn one came out in 07 yeah, so they had so they had some right some sequels and spin-offs. I think you even had, I want to say you had like four or five games. Actually, let me look it up. To no, it was actually a total of six, man. Some for even the PSP, but none of them did quite as well. 
Um, certainly not two, three, but, um, I just, you know, I just thought that the original was so good. I remember just playing it and I don't know if you guys remember back in the day, like getting like a game informer magazine subscription, mm-hmm. it would come with like a disc, you know, with demos for like a few games. And I remember playing the, that game on there and be like, I needed to have this into story. Um, and I, and I was hooked on that game. I thought it was so good and I would love to see that come back in its capacity. I mean, I'd be cool with a sequel, but if you did just kind of booted it. Uh, it would be so awesome. I think that game uh, with some new graphics and, you know, technology could would hold up immensely well um, in today's today's world, for sure. So what, I never played it. Uh, so kind of give me the, you know, elevator pitch for obviously third person stealth action. But like what what kind of like, you know, was it set in the future, the present day? Like what was the crux? It the was game? present. Um, it, it had a lot of um, like real life. Look, uh, you were in areas of the Middle East as well. Um, but basically, it was just stealth-based. It's so, very similar to, to Metal Gear. Um, the whole point is to take out enemies silently, you know, uh, with with weapons or, or other methods. But it's um, that's basically it's, it's basically like a Metal Gear without it being a knockoff. It's just, I don't know. I personally enjoyed it more than the Metal Gears to come out with that, that, that came out around the same time. Um, but it's basically that type of game. If you were a fan of Metal Gear, you would definitely be a fan of this. It's very, very similar um, in that regard. Um, the story, I, I think, was like, uh, obviously, the, the enemy was like, the bad guy was like some terrorist. It was like bio with biohazard threats and like that. Um, the story itself is anything, you know, it's like something rather typical, nothing crazy. I just thought that, um, yeah, I mean, that's the, the closest thing that I could compare it to is, is Metal Gear is very, very similar. So if that was kind of your kind of game, this one would undoubtedly be as well. Single player only. I don't, I don't know about the ones that came after. Um, I remember playing the second one and not being that good or in my opinion anyways, and I kind of just never bothered to follow up on any of them since. So uh, do you have any particular mechanics that you think like would really be uh, would benefit from like today's technology? Like or would this be more like a like a graphical overhaul? Like I don't really know what just, the scope or anything of the game was. So, yeah, it would just be a graphical overhaul. I think the way that the game plays builds up like it's mostly third person, right? Third person uh, tactical type stealth game, you know, very similar to Metal Gear, even the Metal Gear games of today. And then you're going to use your weapons and shoot. It'll then shift to a first person view to fire the weapons. I mean, you could still use a third person, but it was kind of it would kind of go back and forth between the two um, to help you out with and stuff like that. Um, but it's yeah, it's 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 just like Metal Gear. <laughs> I don't know so, how, how else that so put it together. It just it felt like I just got like I don't know gravitated towards this game a little bit more because it didn't have as much of the you know Metal Gear has a little bit of the I wouldn't say supernatural, but has a little bit less of the less realistic stuff that happens in that game compared to this. I would say, like, what I'm imagining, because I've played Siphon Filter, so, like, I'm trying to think of what modern game I could imagine seeing this game like, and for some reason, the game that keeps coming to my mind is Splinter Cell Conviction. Oh, yes, 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 yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah, like, I feel like if this game was modernized, it would kind of be like that. Is how is how I look at it because that's right. how, that's how I think. When and and conviction to me, I thought conviction was fucking awesome. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. That, that's and that's fair. That, that didn't come to mind. The other thing that stuck out with the um 
like its difficulty. Like uh, the A- at least for a time, I thought the A- the AI was um, you know it, it wasn't just like hey, you go hide and the guys will disappear or forget about you. Like it was it had its challenge. You had to um, very technical about how you were going to go stealth around through the levels. Um, you know, and I remember it getting and reading up now. It kind of confirms that it it got a lot of praise for that um, for its ability to have uh, be solid AI. Um, and I think they are they trying to say, I think the, um, no, never mind. Sorry. I lost my train of thought with that, but, but yeah, I think a combination of metal gear and splinter cell conviction, splinter cell games in general would, would, uh, would be a fair comparison. I just think it wouldn't need much, just a graphic overhaul, pretty solid. Do you think it would benefit from kind of the, uh, deus ex, um, approach where you can tackle things different? different ways or is it definitely more just like stealth is kind of the strength of the game and like that's that's the uh the style i mean like that that is the game you know the heart of the game is the stealth i i could see it going both ways to kind of appease like what's popular today is the way that you want it i thought that game was best played by being smart it was almost uh, and in some cases it had puzzles too it was almost like kind of puzzle driven almost like a, like a brain game as opposed to your typical action adventure type game, something more like a Deus Ex. Um, so I, I thought I would have, I would like to see it just as it was, but I could see them use some leeway in completing certain tasks. You know, if you want to kind of brute force through it, um, it's possible. Um, yeah. But I don't think it wouldn't. I think it, I think it would. You know, you just make it the same and just kind of give it that overhaul. I think it would be awesome. People would really dig it. It just just seems like the game is for forgotten um, because of like you know kind of overshadowed gear and the Ghost Recon, the Tom Clancy games in general. Like um, you know, it's 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 like one of those games where unless somebody brings it up, like see, here's what I think about it too. So like, I wonder if with the okay reviews that like Days Gone has received, like I wonder if they would you know, go back to this franchise that they know so well and bring it to the modern era, you know? Like, I feel like a lot of people would be like, oh, shit, man, like, Siphon Filter was awesome back in the day. I'm definitely going to give this game another chance, especially if Sony gets behind them and, like, which they have been doing for all of their games. So, like, I I totally, like, see that happening. Like, maybe not a remaster, but another entry. Maybe, like, a soft reboot kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I think they they flirted with the idea. You hear, you know, some rumors or some talk, some rumblings about it potentially being brought back. Um, you know, the reason why I I went with that game, I got another one more popular. But the reason I went with this one is because I think it has, you know, I think it has a shot in the dark to sub- come back in some a sequel or a remake or a reboot, like. You know, I if somebody decided if they decided to pick it up and redo it, like say no more. I'm there, man. I pre-order it the day that, that that's announced. I don't know why um, they wouldn't consider it. And it's not like the the sequels were they bombed. I just don't think they they held up the original. They weren't terrible, um, and not from what I'm reading. They just you know they weren't the same as the original. I, my hope is, you know, with if Final Fantasy VII comes out next year, knocks it out of the park and sells like gangbusters, which I, it's know, gonna do. I, yeah, I think so too. I mean, every everything. Hell, I never even played it. And, you know, we talked about last week how like I can't wait to get my hands on this game. Like I never played the original, but um, I'm hoping that it, it will kind of prompt some of these studios to look back to their past and to you know either reboot or like remake uh, some of these entries. I think it's not out of the realm of possibility, and I think it would be a really uh, cool um, you know way to to kind of infuse some. Uh, 
I don't know, like a new life into the franchise or to expose a whole generation of people to games, you know, um, to make it a little more palatable. You know what I mean? Like it'd be very hard for somebody to play Resident Evil 2, like with the tank controls and all that. It's a big ask for somebody, but you hand them the remake and, you know, I, I, f- I feel like they get a very faithful representation of what that game was. And, you know, the spirit of, of the game is there and, you know, suddenly they can kind of, even if it's not speaking exactly to the same thing that we experienced when that game first came out, um, you know, they can discuss it and understand why, like, it's so well loved. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, re- I really do hope that, you know, games like siphon filter and some of the other ones i'm sure we'll we'll talk about here in and just a minute um we'll we'll be brought back out because i think there's a lot of good shit that was just kind of limited by the technology at the time and you know not even like that but like i think really just so many developers are figuring out how to animate in 3d and and you know how to you know, do we can't i mean there's no twin sticks for example like no first person shooters like you think about how goldeneye plays like that game plays like ass I don't know if anyone's played that game. Like, oh, recently. yeah, it, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oof, it like uh, that game doesn't hold up very well at all. But um, so yeah. I it, uh, now that you mentioned that Zach about about Days Gone, I just started looking up some stuff, and apparently there's a ton of siphon filter um, Easter eggs in Days Gone. In fact, oh, really, it looks like they they may be set in the same uh, universe slash world. Um, I'm, I'm reading here. I'll send the link after, but apparently, um. There are there's items in Days Gone known as IPCA tech, which you can collect. And uh, Logan, one of the was one of the characters in Siphon Filter, he works for IPCA. Mm, so that's there's cool. A of, there's a bunch of things that tie into that as well, uh, which is actually really cool. So you know, it it kind of tells me that they haven't forgotten about know, right? Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, I think Final Fantasy comes out and cleans up. Like I think you're gonna see at least a, a few more of these types of games for the really highly revered um franchises or, or entries you know so uh, and i say bring it on for sure uh bobby uh wh- what do you have picked out for us this evening what what is your uh your dream project to get the resident evil 2 slash final fantasy treatment i have but now because <clears throat> zach brought up a fighting game which i forgot about so i'll say that one shortly first but the uh Wu-Tang Shaolin style. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that was like one of my favorites. Like you get to play as like ODB. Like it was, I loved it. That was, I that was a great fighting game that my mom would never let me play when she was home. Uh, but it was, uh, it was fantastic. But uh, my, my game is Twisted Metal 2. Mm, yeah. I, I, I love David Jaffe and I mean, Spectra, everything. I mean, everything about that game. It's weird because it seems like to me, I want to say that was the first battle royale, except there weren't there wasn't a hundred people. <clears throat> but it's like I would love to see that today, which sadly would probably would have to be a battle royale style where everybody just goes at it at once uh, with the cars and everything. But I, it's funny because one of the the main uh, characters for Sony was uh, Sweet Tooth. Mm-hmm. It's like, and then they just kind of like dropped the ball. I know David Jaffe, uh, the the creator is not <laughs> he's not the most PG guy. Uh if you if you watch his Twitter or, or anything, he uh he holds nothing back. He talks about every console, any game, and he even streams games, which is funny because uh yeah, he's he's definitely a character. But uh it it's it was one of the games that I remember as a kid that I loved playing, even though now I try to look at it and I'm just like, this is like the most awful thing. It like looks like cubes and squares running around doing whatever. 
but it, I would love to see that get the Resident Evil treatment. I don't want to see it get the Fortnite treatment. Uh, and I say that as I don't want it to be the cartoon style game. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah no like I, I have to say, I knew I was not here for the E3, but I am mad as crap about Battletoads. I think Battletoads look like crap, but that's, that's yeah, uh, Battletoads, that, what what the hell did that game? Oh, my God. I don't have a strong opinion one way or the oh. other on, uh, on Battletoads, but yeah, I think like you could... Uh, you could keep the cartooniness kind of like the art. I should say cartoony, like the comic book ness of Twisted yeah. Metal without making it cartoony. Like I think, like you could do a, an art style. I'm trying like to Borderlands. Not even that. Like I'm not, I'm not thinking like cel shaded, but like something more like akin to. Um, I don't know, man. Like a Spawn comic or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like it, it's like a little over the top and and like definitely very comic booky, but also kind of dark. Like I, I always thought. Yeah. I mean, Tw- Twisted Metal 2, man, I, I mean, fuck, that game was ahead of its time in so oh, many gosh. ways. The The fact that you, you got a unique ending for each character for, you know, making it to the end made the replayability like a ton of fun. Like, I, I play characters I probably normally wouldn't have, you know, try to get good with just so I could kind of see what their ending was when they got to meet. Um, oh, fuck, what was his name? So, oh, man. Is it Lazarus? No, what was his fucking name? But anyway, like the guy that gives prize at the end and most of them were pretty fucked up except if you uh if you cheated and put in the cheat code and you could play as uh was a minion the guy that was in like the big tank that had like all the supers he would actually uh if you unlock that you, you would uh turn the tables on him and and uh hmm. like send him to hell or whatever but like yeah. everyone else usually got pretty screwed oh man hold on let me look at the look this up while we're talking about but but uh the destructible levels too like yeah. oh god man like for a PS1 game to have destructible levels. And granted, you were severely limited on what you could destroy. And, you know, it wasn't like uh, the most smooth transition. You know, usually it's just kind of a big fiery explosion and then the level has changed. But it still was a lot of fucking fun to, um, you know, knock the Eiffel Tower over, for example. Yeah, because I remember it was either Battlefield or it was either Battlefield 5 or or another game that came out that or death, it might've been the division when the first one came out, when they were saying like everything was destroyable or something. I wouldn't say it was battlefield. Uh, like that's what it, it reminds me of is like, you could do pretty much anything. Like, Calypso. Like, that's the villain. Calypso. Yes, yes. Yeah. And you could unlock dark two, sweet tooth minion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was your guy? Who was your guy or girl? Like, who did you like I, to play? With? I, uh, outlaw two and spectra were the oh. two that, that I used the most. So Outlaw 2 is the cop car that had the um kind of the, the <laughs> taser uh like cords right where like you would shock the shit out of people. Yes. Yep. What uh, Spectra was which one? Is that the low rider? Spectra was a little car. It was the uh it looked like the old Mach 1 uh it actually it was the Chevy Corvette C2. Oh, okay, gotcha. And a big old spoiler in the back like Joe Dirt. What was the um the super for the for that one or like the special ability? Was it uh, the ghost the ghost missiles that would go through walls and shit? Uh, the homing missiles, yeah, yeah, the okay. phantom burst, yep, yep, it's all coming back to me, man. Yeah, I played a ton floor, of that so. game, like, and I agree with you, like, you know, modernizing. You think about like you know again limitations. So like the arenas that you could make are and would be insane. Like for today's uh, you know technology in terms of scale and all that, I totally agree with you. It wouldn't be a hundred, but like you could definitely do like a twenty-five person uh, oh, battle yeah. royale. You know, um, and have it be a ton of fun with all the pickups and and uh, you know keep the destructible environments, keep the global. You know, I liked how they like you were in different countries for each of the arena. Yeah, so they had a very different feel for landscape um the environmental hazards and some of that shit was fun too like 
I forget. I, was it New York? Like there's like or Hong Kong. Like there was a, a place where you were on top of uh, like buildings. You remember that? And you would have to like jump from one side to the other, and you could oh, if you yeah. missed the jump. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I think that I that's a good pick, man, and one that uh, I I totally hadn't thought about until you, you said it. But the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yes, that'll bring it back. Oh yeah. I'll tweet David Jaffe and I'll see if. They, uh, <laughs> well, they tried to resurrect it a few times, haven't they? Like I know they've well, I had. Think they- he talked a lot of crap about the last twist. Was it Twisted Metal 4 or was it Black? I can't remember mm, what the last one I don't know. Was. But he talked a lot of stuff about a lot of developers and how there shouldn't be day one updates and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, it, it had a day one. It just kind of quieted I, down. I thought the last one was, was just called Twisted Metal for the uh, the PS3. I thought yeah, that you're right. Day. Yep, 2012. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to bump the mic there. Yeah, 2012. Um, it was directed by David Jaffe. 16-player online, nuke mode. Hmm. Dude, I, I could totally see them doing, like, a battle royale for that game now if they brought it back in capacity and, and maybe, like, uh, almost like an Apex or so, you know, where you can choose of all these characters and it's okay if there's multiple of the same characters out in the playing field that that could be really cool if they could find a way to make that the battle royale i could see it being different in the game i know that there's a free-to-play game uh that has a battle royale uh with cars yeah with cars Mm -hmm. and it's like you can build the car any way you want like you could put any parts on there any guns it's pretty cool, but I still, for life of me, called. I know what you're talking about. and I, I know it yeah. starts with a C, but I can't remember. But yeah, it's it's kind of like that, but it, it's not as good graphic. I would like to see as a resin. But Capcom, right. Did Capcom not come to E3? Did Capcom skip too? Because mm. I don't remember anything from them either. I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't believe. No, they, they didn't show anything. Oh, wow. So is it called Not My Car? No. Oh. I'm looking to see, like... Yeah, yeah, not not my car is what's coming up. PUBG meets vehicle battle, but I don't know if that's uh, yeah, you know, if there's something else. But I'll I'll try to try and later. Yeah, no, no worries, man. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, I think the hero, like George said, like the hero approach and a battle royale would be cool because you could drip feed out new content, you know, new maps, that kind of thing, cosmetic updates, you know, adding the different you know color skins or decals to the car would be would be really fucking cool as well you know depending on the character good way to have the loot boxes uh maybe we'll get into that next week but i, I had a laugh today with ei ea said that their loot boxes were a surprise mechanic uh, i don't know <laughs> if y'all saw that like they were trying to defend it saying that oh no it wasn't a we don't make money on this it's but it's a surprise mechanic in the game it's you know it's like come on so yeah anyway i digress um yeah, man. Anything else you want to add about Twisted Metal Two? And then I'm gonna. Uh, nothing much. I, I just, I if you can follow David Jaffe on Twitter, he's he's both fun and uh, crazy. So he does stream and does other things. He plays a lot of other games, uh, mm-hmm. and it's just cool to see a developer talk about other games. It, it's just a lot of developers don't really stream and do whatever. Uh, he's pretty good, but it is PG, probably 19, 17, and whatever. Uh, he does uh, get into it sometimes. Uh, yeah, that's not going to uh, bother me. Yeah. As long as somebody's not saying, you know, utterly dumb shit. I'm, I, I don't mind crazy. I like falling crazy. Just don't say, <laughs> don't say dumb shit. That's you know, that's where I bounce out. But um, yeah, crazy shit's fine. Cool, man. So my entry, um, I don't know, man. I feel like it has a bit of an asterisk, but I'm going to go for it anyway. Um, I don't think this is probably a possibility for licensing purposes, but. Uh, one of my all-time favorite uh, N64 games is Shadows of the Empire, Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. 
I feel like there are so many levels and mechanics and, and just areas of that game modernize, you know, keep it first person for those bits, keep the vehicle levels, but just like bring everything up to snuff uh, graphically, uh, make the shooting feel like a legit, you know, shooter, make the, uh, the space, you know, the space bits and the, uh, like the, the Hoth battle, like all that, um, you know, just feel like Battlefront basically. And I think you'd have a hell of a game. Give me cutscenes, you know, instead of like, I mean, back in the day, they had kind of the, uh, I don't know, like animated kind of bits between the levels, you know, to kind of give you the story. Give me like a full, you know, CG cutscenes with voice acting, um, you know, really flesh out Dash Rendar and uh, was the Emperor or the, uh, that guy was Zer- Xerxes. What was it? it? Started with an X. Help me out. Anybody remember? I am, so I cannot help you. Oh, that's right. You're. Yeah. What were you trying to? Uh, pin down? He's the he. Uh, he's the main um, villain from Shadows of the Empire. Uh, oh, uh, Zizor. Zizor. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I knew it started with an X. I was just like, I'm fucking blanking on it. <laughs> but yeah, man, make him like a fully, you know, voice acted or motion captured, uh, captured character, like really flesh that out. And like, that's a dream come true for me. That's a, a proven, amazing Star Wars story. Like you go to a lot of cool locations, like the gun, the guns were really neat. I, you know, again, just a game that's completely, uh, unfortunately, like just limited by the time. I don't even think your gun was on screen, if I remember right. Like you kind of just had blaster bolts that just kind of came from the bottom of the screen, and um, you know would just there was auto aim essentially. There's not really much of a way to like aim at, at stuff. Um, I remember the, um, the fucking you get to ride a suit bike. Um, yep. In one of the, I think you're like running away or something. You like know, that. you're ch- you're chasing uh, like these biker gangs until uh, to prevent them from getting oh, the loot. Right, right, right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And you have to yeah. kind of like ram them into the sides of the rocks and shit to blow them up. The game story was surprisingly deep for for an N64 game, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm surprised you watched the cutscenes uh, <laughs> for what little there were, but yeah, but yeah, man, I agree. <laughs> Destiny. I mean, just so many of, like, the boss fights, man. Like, fighting Boba Fett in Slave 1, you know? And, like, on, yeah. like, you know, where he, he's in jetpack mode and all that kind of shit was super cool. Um, I love that, you know, the asteroid scene, like, where you're at the same time that the Millennium Falcon is escaping through the asteroid field. Like, so are you. And you're, like, in the turret, you know, fighting off all those, you know. I mean, just, yeah, give me all that shit again. Just upgrade everything. And I think you'd have a ton of happy campers out there. There are a lot of people hold that game very high up and affectionately, um, despite, uh, you know, some of the mechanics and graphics that haven't aged well. Um, I know EA has the license. So maybe someday if they were, you know, able to, to transfer that over or if EA ever... I don't know, decided to go for an easy win. I think they, they could resurrect that or any of the number of Star Wars things. Uh, did you guys play that uh, Shadows of the Empire at all back in the N64 days? I didn't. I, 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 I forgot about it. I had, God, I can't remember the last time I even thought about that. You brought it up. That's why, like, little by little. <clears throat> I think he's even, uh, uh, Dash is even canon now. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I could see that. I mean, the Fallen Order game does as well as people are expecting um you know that seems like type of style that another dash rendar game with you know yeah i completely agree like you have probably a a ton of assets you could draw from at that point um i mean even the music you know for n64 which probably didn't have the greatest like sound card or chipset for that like i just remember like was very faithful like you know each level like you had the music there which is always such an important part of making a star wars game feel like star wars like yep 
um, the final level, like when you're in the cockpit and you're, you're having to go in, like down the corridors and, you know, to, to shoot the fucking uh, reactor core and shit like that. I mean, it, man, that game was was something else for its time. And I just uh, I, I loved it. I still think think very affectionately back on that game. And I would be there day one for sure um, to play it. Uh, speaking of the new Star Wars game, to go on a brief tangent, uh, since you reminded me, did you guys see like the posts um, from somebody that saw it behind closed doors that I guess was like, I don't really understand why they're not talking about this, but this game is actually kind of a, a Metroidvania in that like you can go to planets in any order, you can upgrade your ship. Um, it's very open uh, in terms of like upgrades, like in your abilities and like freedom to explore. Like, did you guys see that? Yes, I did. And I agree. I have no idea why that was not on display. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was cool to see the combat and like gameplay. You know, I, I'm always a big fan of that. But like, you just give me a little sizzle reel, you know, like with like little text flying across saying like upgrade your ship, visit planets in any order you choose, explore the galaxy, you know, just something to give me like that kind of like, all right, so now you know what the game looks like kind of moment to moment. But like, here's the overarching like you know, feel or genre of the game. I mean, if that's true, like that, I, that gets me way excited for the game. I'm, I'm good with the way they went about it. I mean, they've got, I'm sure they've got plans to, to tell us more. Like, I mean, I enjoyed watching that game so much that I no same. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like, yeah, I, I, it, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm good either way. It sounds cool. You know, I, it's, it's like one of those where I don't know why they wouldn't show it, but not upset that they didn't or anything like that. But, um, you know, it, it just, you know, it makes it seem like it's going to be something beyond just like, you know, like I thought it was, it looked like a God of War game, you know, like well, God of War, that is, you know, but it look, looks like it'll have a little bit more depth in, ter- in terms of, you know, it won't be as linear if it's quite, you know, it's the way that, that it's supposed to be. But that, that'll be pretty cool. Um, I'm excited to see more about it, uh, but I'm sure we will. But even God of War had kind of like, you know, somewhat, it was, li- I call it like Metroidvania light because... Right as the water level went down, you know, new areas would open up. You had kind of a reason to go back to places. Obviously, like, there was some, um, like, level checks, you know, were, like, powerful enemies that you obviously weren't meant to take on, like, when you first encounter them. So you kind of mark it on the map or make a mental note and come back later. Um, And, uh, you know, some of the other, like, abilities and weapons and things that you get will allow you to go other places but um yeah i mean i i don't know i just i think like it wouldn't have, they, uh, what they showed was fine it just wouldn't have done any harm to just you know even if it's just like uh i think they had greg miller hosting the panel like even him just going like hey that gameplay looked awesome so um tell us a little bit like about like you know uh yeah, the story and like you know what what the you know the what else does the game have in store and just like the dude somebody 30 seconds being like you know hey you're gonna be able to go to multiple planets in any order you choose you're gonna have a ship that you can customize and upgrade and you know the the game is much deeper than just kind of what we saw there we'll have more details on that like just even like a little 30 second thing like that i think yeah. would have, like the people that weren't sold on it would have been like oh fuck that sounds cool you know like i don't know i, I agree with that i think that would have been appropriate they didn't have to show us something just tell us there you know while you've got the audience hooked and excited uh yeah that's right i think that was kind of the <laughs> As we talked about last week, that was kind of the whole thing. Like with E3 this past year, was baffling, and 
I saw kind of an interesting, you know, take on it on one of the groups on Facebook, one of the IGN or kind of funny groups where somebody said, like, I kind of wonder if developers are just scared now to show footage because people pick it apart. They compare it with the final product, even though, you know, it'll say, you know, pre-release, you know, uh, alpha, like on the bottom of the screen when they show something like maybe that, you know, these developers are, are a little scared to show too much because people are going to pick it apart, you know, and they don't want to. Well, ever since that Blizzard uh, Diablo, like their huge announcement, well, and Fallout 76 from Bethesda. But it's like, I guess I feel developers are kind of scared after Diablo, the the guy that asked the question, is this a April Fool's joke when it came out with the... That was snarky as fuck, but, but <laughs> yeah, justified, like, if you're paying and traveling to go to BlizzCon, and they tell you, like, yeah. stay tuned for big Diablo news, and you pay <laughs> and go to this convention to show up, and that's what you give you, you, you are a little bit justified in your anger, I feel like, because... Yeah. Like your job as the developer should be to temper that expectation like a little bit. You should be like, it's not maybe the Diablo news that you're looking for, but we do have something exciting Diablo related, and then people kind of know, okay, so it's not going to be Diablo four, but you know, uh, something Diablo related. I think that the messaging is what bit them in the ass there, not necessarily that they were making a Diablo like mobile game, but yeah. Um, as far as the like other shit, like I just remember like Puddlegate with the fucking Spider-Man. Remember that? Like people oh, were yeah, all upset. Posted something about it. Oh, there's big water. puddles. Yeah, in this in this footage, I should look <laughs> at all these puddles and they took the puddles. This, this game's gonna look like shit. And it's like, dude, like really like yeah. uh, you're you're gonna jump to that conclusion based on some pre-release footage compared to, you know, some uh you know uh new i guess showings of the same kind of mission or area um yeah. well that's just like the uh what is it the head of xbox uh, phil spencer yeah like when he was snapping back on twitter at people that were like reviewing games before they came out and like giving them horrible reviews oh review bombing like, yeah that's yeah, a yeah disgusting uh, yeah, tactic. I, I hate i hate that because it's like i i will honestly admit there have been some some games i did not buy at first because of reviews but only to come out that it's it's reviews that you know came out premeditated for people just wanted to be angry about the game oh like the captain marvel show oh yes yes (laughs) we're so fucking stupid (laughs) people are so dumb i i just don't get it because it's like there's always this war between sony ponies and xbox people and it's like i play all of them if it's got a good game i'll play it like i'll tell you what i never was a gears of war fan until I saw that Gears of War at E3 for Xbox. Like that, that whole intro with the girl, uh, I don't know her name. Because oh, man. You missed out last week. You'd be oh. the only person who enjoyed it. Are you serious? Yeah. That was the only part I liked. Yeah, the rest of us were, were like, it, and, and it, the thing it is. It was E3 2018 without Anthem. Like, oh, uh, you mean you yeah. mean last year's Gears of War? I'll agree with you with that. That yeah. footage was cool. Not was this year. This year was But this year, I was like, they went underground, and I was like, what like they didn't even show who up up down down was like they just said yeah they're here playing yeah the new the new game and okay. some you had me a little scared buddy i was like if you were dungeon. impressed by what they no, showed no 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 oh, hell no 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 <laughs> this year i i xbox i i really am mad i i'm sorry because i wasn't here i don't want to take up anybody's time but i i'm so mad because this was xbox's time to shine like this was it and yeah, was, we covered, I mean, definitely yeah. last week we, uh, you know, kind of mm. talked about that. And it's like, you know, it wasn't a bad conference by any means. It's just like, you, yeah, you it looked like a Sony would've... press conference. I hate to say it, but it looked like a Sony. Like, that's that's what they did. They Sony the shh. 
crap out of that. Well, like not like yeah. the year that Sony, you know. Um, oh, when we were playing the war. flutes. Yeah, yeah, we were playing flutes and yeah. instruments and switched switch damn uh, sights but on people and this was their year to go for the throat man they they needed to show i thought name. scarlet was gonna be it i was like damn here comes scarlet and it was every minute of people talking about how great it is that's kind of what i expected like, for that but I, I really thought we were gonna see well, i thought we'd see a picture i, I would have liked to see like oh, a no. picture like something a glimpse of it something but but i didn't know that phil spencer is on the board of E3 and some people were saying that's why Sony skipped this year is because they didn't want him to get the information for whatever teraflops and doo-wops or whatever the hell they're putting in the new PS5, which it doesn't matter. The games are games. No, I think but Sony just didn't want to be. I think Sony another, knows they didn't have anything. Yeah. Another fart in a windstorm. Like, you know, yeah. they, they could have showed some stuff, but I, you know, I, I think it would, I mean, it's expensive to, to oh, put on the conferences yeah. and like have, a lot of people skipped. It was what EA skipped. They had to play. Yeah, uh, but even that was smaller. Yep, Activision out there. Yep. Yeah, it didn't feel like he. It's also I'm, we talked last week too. It's between console generations, so a lot of people are kind of holding their cards close to the chest until probably next year. It should probably be a bigger, I would think. But yeah, I might go next year now. Well, as uh, as we kind of wind down uh, the show, I figure we can check in what we've been playing um, and uh, kind of just talk about that. I know uh, I kind of wish Adam was here. I wanted to hear his update on. Um, uh, Outer Wilds, because that's I think my next on deck game. But um, oh yeah, it's, he should get it. Well, he didn't like it. If, like his take last what? week was like, I don't see the appeal to this. I'm not enjoying it. And then I saw him tweeted out that he was going to give it another go. That enough people had kind of talked about how it starts to click, and uh, that maybe he, you know, was a, little, a bit hasty and and dismissing it. Um, it sounds awesome to me. It sounds like my kind of game you know but yeah it seems like borderland-esque like it looks no no no. so you're thinking of outer worlds oh, um, oh uh, outer outer oh. wilds is uh like a sci-fi survival game where you're like you, you know you go m- multiple planets but like, like you start off on a planet you have a timer that's counting down and at the end of the timer like you die um so you're in like a time loop so like you you start exploring you start kind of figuring out some puzzles you get a puzzle solved, oops, you're dead. Well, because you've solved that puzzle on your last go, you know what to do faster for the next time. So you you like run immediately to where you know you need to go. You solve that puzzle, that takes you to another puzzle. You get that one done and maybe halfway through the next one, oop, you die again. And then, you know, you run to the first one, solve it quick, the second one, solve it quick, and then go to the, you know, the next area and so on and so forth. Apparently there's like a lot of environmental hazards and crazy shit that can go down um but uh like i i've heard that you know some people get frustrated early on with the you know the the kind of the death loop that happens where you're you're dying after whatever it is like 20 minutes 15 minutes but i think that's kind of a cool mechanic that you like you know you like you kind of get better and better at figuring out what you need to do to survive or escape um so i don't know yeah there might be like dead or seven days what is it, seven days well, like that's a the uh, the loop mechanic is kind of becoming popular. Like Minute was a game yeah. that did it. Switch. There's that game. What is it? Twelve minutes that's coming out. The indie game that they showed where like you are living the same twelve minutes over and over again. That looked. Yeah, yeah it looked like a cool indie game. Like uh, I guess this you know has a, that kind of similar mechanic. But um, I'm sorry. I again I'm digressing. Uh, let's start off with you, Bob. We didn't hear you last week. What what have you been yeah, playing? What are you I- up to? I sadly have been playing the hell out of Fallout 76. 
and I have no clue why. Hey, no judgment uh, here, man. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's I remember Fallout Four. I well, yeah, that's that's what blew me away. D three. I was like, all right, I'll go to World. And uh, I do like the battle royale mode. That it's like a four four person team, and that's that's pretty cool. I like that battle royale mode. It's fun, but if you get horrible teammates, they don't realize where you're supposed to like come in at the map. That gets a little uh, frustrating, but that comes with all the battle royales. And people don't talk to each other. Uh, but I've been playing Fallout 76, and then I actually I just started playing. Uh, it's called the Shape Shifting Detective because it was on sale on PlayStation Network. Uh, it's a FMV game. It's a full motion video game, like where everything's just video cutscenes. Uh, I'm sure George would love it. <laughs> uh, and it, it, it was fun. I tried to stream it, and then of course the part that I streamed was when it was like you had to like to get one of the trophies, achievements. You had to. Uh, like coerce somebody to sleep with you. Of course, that was the time I decided to stream, and uh, <laughs> I, yeah, everybody was like commenting, like it was, it was like a, a porno with blah blah blah. Like, man, he's just watching a porno with clicking. Uh, yeah, so that was pretty bad, but it, it's been enjoyable. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was a cool little like detective game where you could shape shift into different people of the game. I like, guess pretty cool. Uh, but but Fallout seventy six is what I've been playing the most, and MLB the show. Uh, they've had a couple of uh, updates for that. Cool. And I will finish uh, Red Dead Redemption sometime. Yeah. Uh-oh. When my kids and Zach are. Zach just got a boner. <laughs> just said the magic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How how far are you in it? Um... I, I'm almost towards chapter six, I think it is. Oh, uh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, so I stopped there because I was getting mentally drained, and then my kids were always around, so I didn't. Stuff always happened while the kids were around, so I had to take a break. But I do want to finish it and. And then do the uh, prologue after that. Epilogue, yeah. Yes, There's, yes. Yep, yes. two bits of it, uh, which is great. Um, it's a good, like, that in particular is a nice... Uh, yeah, well, I want to try that, and then I'm on that mode, but I don't... I, I will tell you this. I played Rocket League, and <laughs> it is the only video game ever in my life to ruin a movie. I never watched Avengers. I never saw the last one, and somebody got mad when we whipped them in Rocket League 7-1 to one, that they posted in the comments what happened in, in the Avengers movie. <laughs> uh, and I have never been that bad in my life. Like I literally the time I ever react to somebody say, and yeah. I was like, if this is true, I'm, I'm you, you will get banned for life. Like this mm-hmm. is just stupid. What's wrong with people? Uh, but he was he was right. He uh, yeah, he called that one uh, right yeah. in the middle of Rocket League. Happened yeah. to my wife. She was scrolling through uh, comments on some new site, I think, and uh, so they're like uh, you know, curiosity killed the cat and all that. But somebody mm-hmm. posted a gif of like some chick like twerking and she clicked it to be like, all right, I want to see what's going to happen here. And it, <laughs> and it was literally like the biggest spoiler you could have for Endgame. It was just like a four second gif like that just pretty yeah. much like ruined the end of the movie. And um, she was like, well, uh, she's like there that she's like, I wanted to see a good butt. And I clicked this gif and instead I saw the end of Endgame. <laughs> And I was just like, "Damn, girl, that's that sucks." Uh, but that's I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, don't tell me. It was like the day we were going to see it too. So, oh my god, well, that's like a, a little quick side note is uh, Game of Thrones. I never watched it, and my boss at the time never watched it. But he spoiled the Red Wedding for me, yep. uh, like talking about it. And I was like, "Well, damn, I don't know if I ever want to watch the show now." Oh, so I watched so it with happens. my wife. Yeah, so I watched it with my wife, and I had to wait until that part. I knew it was coming. And I was like, yeah, that's what my boss was like. He was just, he was like, yeah, it's so stupid. Why would they even do it? And I'm like, you've never even seen it. But you're going to tell me about that one part. Oh, and the last thing is Cross Out uh, is that that PS4 free game. I don't know if it's on all consoles. Uh, it might be PlayStation 4 or Xbox. Yes, 
Uh, it's on everything. It's crawls out. It's where you craft your own car, you ride around, and you destroy each other. But I think they call it an MMO. So it's an MMO action game huh. where you create your own car. It's fun, but the graphics are god awful. Sorry, cross out. Kind of put you up and put you down the same. Sorry. Yeah, that was filling No, perfect, man. Yeah, excellent. Um, yeah, sounds like you, you've got a, a pretty nice uh, variety going. So. Oh, yeah. And Apex with the dragons. That, that, no, that's... man. By all means. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to get back into Apex. Definitely uh, check. It's been too long. So um, how about you, uh, George? I, I kind of know what you too but I'll... yeah yeah uh been playing destiny he- heavily um and, right, iron banner speak and I, I enjoy that a lot like the, some of those uh pinnacle weapons um apart from that playing a little bit of borderlands went through it feet wet not quite uh hooked on it yet so far it's it's been all right not bad or anything but um definitely different quite played a game like that so definitely looking forward to getting uh a little bit more into it for sure Two is just so much better, man. Like, just wait. Like, I keep telling my brother, I'm like, let's just blitz through. Like, I mean, one is good. Don't get me wrong. It's good foundation. You know, you get some story beats that are kind of cool and stuff. But, like, I'm sure you've kind of noticed that, like, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot going on. Like, it's really pulling us through. Like, there's not much connective tissue there taking you from one thing to the next. Like, I think you commented. You're like, I'm not really sure what we're doing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. You're just a vault hunter. So they they really fixed that. Like I compared the quality, in my opinion, from like Mass Effect 1 2. Like not necessarily like just mechanics, although there's that too. But like in terms of like everything about the game, personality, there's a great villain. Handsome Jack is one of my favorite video game villains of all time. It's packed with pop culture references, like every turn of that game. There's a lot of cool little challenges and things like, I mean, when we get to two, man, I think you're going to be like, fuck, why don't you guys start me off with this game? Man? Uh, yeah. But yeah, Two is great. I'll tell you what, the Telltale series. Yeah. Great too. That was, mm-hmm. that was one of my best favorite Telltale. Is, is, the, is that the of, only place where Lilith was? Sorry. No, Lilith is in, um, she's in two. She in two. Okay. Yeah. yeah I never finished two. Yeah. I think she might be in one too, right? She isn't she the siren from the first game, but I, I can't remember. But I like I, the great thing about Tales from the Borderlands is yeah, you could just literally land and like you just have a couple button prompts, like you don't even have to like really like it, it's kind of more of an interactive, you know, yes, like episode kind of thing. But point and click. Yep, awesome. Uh, how about you, Zach? Man, what you been up to? Um, I just started playing uh, the Division Two. Um, so, uh, that's pretty much what I've been in, uh, playing the most. I'm still playing Dauntless. Um, but, uh, yeah, division two has been, uh, consuming uh, most of my time and, uh, I'm enjoying it. I knew I would like it, um, because I loved the first game. Uh, I just put my money on Anthem and, uh, we all know how that turned out. Yeah. It's a bummer, man. Like the, I mean, I'm still hopeful, you know, like I want to go back to the game and when they release the cataclysm, I'm definitely going to, um, but it's just that they're not giving me a reason to go back to it now. And, and you know, plenty of games have, have gone through that, you know. But I, I don't know. I just feel like their launch was a lot more rocky than some of these other ones. So I'm, I'm hoping they can bounce back. But we'll see. But, yeah, the division's been great. Um, like I said, I knew it would be. Um, so I'm, I'm enjoying the loop in that. Uh, I'm, I'm low, low level right now. So, you know, gear doesn't really mean much. And, uh I'm just uh, having fun exploring and, and doing all that. So uh, I, I just can't wait to, you know, hit hit the end game stuff, which I, I hope is good. 
Yeah, the strongholds are fun. In particular, the fourth one that they put out where you're like on the hovercraft. That one is is awesome. Uh, I'll be honest, we never bothered with the raid because the feedback was that you, you have to be spec'd out so specifically that like no skill in the world uh, is going to um, trump just having the the DPS, like even if you're the appropriate level, which is kind of a bummer, honestly. Like, you know, you take kind of the opposite of Destiny, which, you know, they purposely underleveled everybody for the first date <laughs> of the new raid there. And it was skill and communication, you know, that like that ultimately went out the day um i feel like that's how it rage you know should be um yes. speaking of which uh we got worlds first on the raid um the, the internet's full of liars uh george and i and our team uh we world world first Woo! yeah there you go no Win. no i'm kidding we were definitely Win. not world. <laughs> we're definitely not worlds first but we had fun i like it i think it's a well-designed raid. um uh like i, said, I always like the destiny raids they, they were fun yeah, I, I'll hop right into what I've been playing, I guess, to wrap it up. But yeah, I mean, so you know, obviously Destiny as well and Borderlands with uh, George. And yeah, that, that, uh, the newest raid for Destiny is, uh, I think it's nice and tight. Like, I, I think that it's the perfect length. I think we cleared it in like maybe like around 45, 50 minutes the other night. Um, <laughs> yeah, and starting with, we did the first encounter with five people. So yeah, yeah. Uh, which is it's good. I mean, sometimes it's nice to have that. Like, I do like the um as well you know but sometimes it's cool to have something you can kind of get in and do like in an hour ish um you know and and just uh and beat it i think mechanically it's a really neat uh raid there's some fun stuff there um we we found out uh this past week that we were making one of the encounters a little harder than it needed to be um which again just goes to show sometimes just raw skill sometimes you can overcome stuff i mean again it was that was more on us but um, the menagerie I'm also really enjoying. It's a six player match made activity um, with kind of light raid mechanics where you can hop in with randos. Um, there's no fail state in it. So it's kind of a fun way to um, to do some challenging things. But, you know, you, you will always be successful if everyone stays around to, to finish it. Like there's no time limit. Um, and of course, like they're I guess they're releasing a heroic uh, version of that soon. Where they're going to change some of that, they're going to increase the difficulty, and, and you will have a fail state. But uh, for now, it's been a neat way to experience that. Uh, Borderlands, I kind of said my piece on. Like, I, I enjoy Borderlands One. I'm more just trying to rush through that game to get George to Borderlands Two because I think that's a great game to actually dig in and chase stuff and and like you know, it's, it's fantastic. Loot is better too. Loot is much better. The boss fights are just much better. I like, the, I mean, the story. Like, that's a game that like I could tell you beat for beat everything that happens in that game, and I've only played it like one and a half times like all the way through um whereas like borderlands one i could barely tell you like any of the major things that happened in that game um which you know i think that kind of speaks volumes uh the other game i've been playing i'm almost done i'll probably finish it tonight or tomorrow uh is hellblade sinuous sacrifice um i uh, picked up that you know game pass three months for a buck uh last month and uh, i never played that game and you know microsoft acquiring uh ninja theory I was like, you know, I want to see what these guys, um, you know, have up their sleeves. Uh, I've heard nothing but great things about that uh, game for a while and, and that studio. And man, I'm so glad I played it. Like, it's it's a great length. It's seven hours. Um, looks like it'll be, you know, about that uh, when I get to the end. If I'm kind of uh, estimating my pacing and how much I have left, you know, to play the game. The sound design is so incredible. Um, you know, uh, playing it with headphones, I was like, ah, oh, you know, these motherfuckers, like everyone says, play with headphones, you know. Um, but that game, <laughs> it is absolutely crucial. Like I took the headphones off and played for about 30 minutes and uh, it really was kind of a night and day 
uh, comparison, you know, putting you in Senua's head, all the voices that are like, you know, doubting you and like giving you, you know, intel that may or may not be good while you're playing or like in combat when they're like screaming, like turn around, you know, and like there's an enemy mm -hmm. that you, know, you just happen to deflect the sword at a time because they screamed, to, you know, to watch out. Um, and just the story is great, man. Like, you know, the, uh, the setting of being this Celtic warrior, you know, exploring like this foreign land of Vikings and, you know, learning about her and the sort of tragedy that she's uh, experienced paired with her mental illness. Um, I just, I really like the game. Combat's not great. Um, you know, mechanically, it's it's not the, the most spectacular game I've ever played, but the story is is fantastic and it's gorgeous. Like it is just absolutely beautiful. Um, did anybody here play, has anyone here played it before? Yeah, that was one of my, when we did the creepy games, uh, the whispering and stuff to tell you to do things was freaking me out. So that's yeah. that's when I, I was getting freaked that's out. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I enjoy. I it was it reminded me of God of War, like the uh, aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it was beautiful. Uh, I do have to finish that. That's on my backlog to finish. Uh, but from what I did play, I I loved every moment. I don't know yeah. if you got to the part where you do the trials, but um, there's a section in there where like if effectively they're simulating you being blind and you have to use your headphones oh, yeah. to like guide you out of a area. But I'm sorry, Zach. What were you gonna say? I was just going to say, I've only played it briefly, but what I did play, I was, you know, very intrigued by. So I, I definitely want to go back to it. The story only gets better, too. Like, I mean, it is heartbreaking. It's scary. Um, it's touching um, and it's exciting. Like the section I got through now, like uh, it kind of goes like full into like the like myth mythological stuff. And I'm really enjoying that. You know, like when it starts off, you're kind of just wandering through the woods and there's little hints of like kind of supernatural and mythological and like at this point in the game like it's really leaned into that and tied her sort of mental mental illness into it and uh, it's just been spectacular man especially for a free game with game pass like you want something you can just chew through in seven hours a good palate cleanser like it's it's great you can get most of the achievements too just by playing the game which is nice like there's only one or maybe two that are collectible based the rest you just you know get for progressing which i appreciate so ninja theory um has they're, they're amazing storytellers they have one of my favorite games of last gen that went so under the radar i think it's it's like such a crime heavenly sword no enslaved mm, oh okay. yeah that was a enslaved odyssey to the west man that's the one it had um um andy circus as uh as monkey and man the whole story in that game and like it was so it was so well done um gameplay was you know was the downfall of the game. Not that it was bad. It was just okay. But man, like just hearing you talk about, you know, how great the story is and, and, and her as a character and all that, like they did that, you know, with, with these two characters, there's two main characters and enslaved. And I, I just can't wait to see, you know, I know they got bleeding edge coming up, but like, I can't wait the next story game to see what it is. Yeah, me too. Now, like having seen this, like as like, you know, my first like foray into what they are capable of, um yeah same thing i mean that like i said the gameplay is is just okay and i'm fine with that because like uh hellblade has made me feel things like i don't think i've ever felt um you know playing a game before uh, like definitely like I said definitely some scary bits i'll 100 agree with bobby on that but also like loneliness like there are sections of that game and i don't mean like like where like i'm bored there's like nothing going on but like where because of what's happening in her mind and like the things you're learning about her and like where you are in the wilderness, like it's like, man, I should be soaking this all up and it's beautiful, but I'm feeling like this intense melancholy right now, like as I'm learning about this character and 
Um, it kind of reminded me of like, you know, if you've ever seen, um, it's going to seem like an odd comparison probably, but the uh, like Castaway, you know, with Tom Hanks, like how he carries that movie, like just by, you know, being such a fantastic character and, you know, it's just him and kind of like, you know, uh, the elements um, in a lot of way, Hellblade is very similar that although there's like boss fights and combats and things like that at times but um, that kind of weird sense of, of loneliness um, I think is just great right it's very unique I, I think that if they um, if their next game is is anything like this one um, they should you know should be something really special cool all right well I think that about does it for for the week uh, let's do some plugs and skedaddle um, Bobby where can people find you my friend Bobby you, you are you muted I think we lost Bobby. No worries. Uh, Zach, where can people find you? Um, I'm over on Twitter. It's Optimus Prime. Uh, two M's in Optimus and Prime, as well as two E in Prime. Excellent. And how about you, George? You can find me on Twitter at seven. Excellent. And I am It's Waterman on Twitter and Chris 90 Day forums, except for the Nintendo Switch. And I don't feel like looking up that absurd friend code. So I guess you're never going to find me. All right. Well, until next week, it's been a pleasure as always, gentlemen. Hope you all have a, a good night and a, a and uh, we'll see you same time next week.